Hey guys, I'm your host Chantel. Hey, and I'm Dorian. And this is Two Bad Eggs. Forgotten Fridays. Hey, you guys. Um, guess what? We have a bonus Forgotten Friday for you guys today. Um, yes. I'm, you know, we we've been gone for a while, so uh, it's only right that we give you more. Yes, people deserve more. They deserve more. So let's get to it. So today, I have the story of Jason David Landry, 21 years old, last seen December 13, 2020, and last seen in Lulling, Texas. He is still missing. So December 13, 2020, so this is actually um, recent yeah, as fuck. Yeah, this is mine. So Jason Landry was a typical all-American Texas boy. He grew up in a loving family that included two older siblings, a brother and a sister, and his parents. His father, Kent, was an attorney until he retired and became a pastor at South Minister Presbyterian Church in Missouri mm-hmm. City, Texas. He was 21 at the time of his disappearance. He went missing from Lilling. Yeah, in Lilling, Texas. It, am yeah, I saying it wrong? I keep saying Lilling. Is it Luling? It's Luling. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> better you than them (laughs) um so yeah like i said he hasn't been heard from since basically when jason graduated from high school he attended regular university but transferred to texas state university in san marcus it was his first year at texas state university at the time of his disappearance he was working towards being accepted into the university sound recording technology program Oh, okay. Sounds like a good um, career. Yes, and shout out to Texas State University. That's where I went. He was on his way home to Missouri City for the winter break. And he was going home to visit family, basically, like a regular, regular yeah. guy in college. Yeah, it sounds like that was the um, what the holiday break, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, so around <clears throat> December 13th, got like, what, two weeks off? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So, on December 13th, Jason left his San Marcos apartment at 10.55 p.m. Just after midnight on December 14th, his car was found crashed and abandoned on Salt Flat Road, about 30 minutes away from his apartment. Most of his personal items were left behind, including clothing, his cell phone, wallet, and backpack. So, we have a disappearance. So, it sounds like... Straight up disappearance. Mm. The vehicle was found with the lights on, the keys were in the ignition, and the passenger's side door was locked, but Jason was nowhere to be found. Investigators believe the crash only involved Landry's car and was likely caused by overcorrecting on a gravel road. His vehicle then spun off the road, hitting a couple of trees and barbed wire fence. So he just lost control and and from, from, from what was said, what... His belongings were there still? Um, Correct. So all of his belongings were still there. Um, You want to know what else I just noticed? He left at 1055, so basically like like 11 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. This is only 30 minutes later, but the car is what, found after midnight? Mm -hmm. So that's a whole, what, hour? Yeah, this happened quickly. Yeah, but yet there's that time. Okay, I guess we'll come back to that. So his car was impounded by the Texas DPS troopers who worked the crash report. At 5 a.m., his father, the registered owner of the car, 
went to impound the impound yard and found Jason's cell phone between the driver's seat and the center console. His father then went to the scene of the crash and found Jason's clothing in the road, about 900 feet from the crash site. Investigators believe Jason was wearing the clothing before the crash and found no sign that they were forcibly removed. So, so no, no body, like no physical body or anything like that, but his clothes was... Up the road a little, as if you took them bit. off and just left them there. It, right. Which so, is weird. Well, I'm saying off, off top, this already sounds like an abduction. An abduction, yeah. yeah. I mean, what what did it, what did it, what was he? Twenty one, right? Twenty one years old. Um, perfectly good health, nothing wrong with you, and you just take your clothes off and walk off and, and leave walk life. Off. Right. Why can't you take your clothes? Or or any of your items that were in the car? Because yeah. you don't run away with nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So that is when authorities found Jason's backpack. Some toiletries and a tumbler with his dead beta fish inside near the crash site, north of where his father found his clothing. And this is due to the first responders not entering the car when it was found. It was first towed to an impound yard. So everything, what am I talking about here? So his dad found everything first since he was the one that went to get the car. Okay. So basically the first responders did not look in the car, did not check anything when they first got there. They just impounded the car. And so his dad had to go to the impound, impound yard to find everything and then be like, hey, cops, can you go check there? I found some shit. Once again, can we uh, do our job? It is so set right now that Texas cops do not work. <laughs> they don't have the time. Like, what is going on? Like, I don't know procedures. Maybe that's not a procedure. I don't know. I don't want to talk about nobody's job, but <laughs> looking in the car, is this, if there's no body there. I'm just saying, the bags <laughs> could have been done better. <laughs> I think we all think. <laughs> I think we all think. <laughs> that's funny. Yes. So authorities used Jason's cell phone to track his route the evening he disappeared. At 11.24 p.m., Jason entered the city of Luling on Highway 80, which then becomes Austin Street. Going through the intersection of Hackberry Street, he then stopped using the Waze Waze navigation app. Did I say that right? Waze navigation app? I remember that app. Remember it would show you where cops were and stuff? I have never... Oh, yeah, me either. Ever. <laughs> but hey, hey, you know. So forget the ways up. At the same time, he opened Snapchat as well. Okay. Authorities believed he then continued on East Austin Street to Spruce Street, which turns into Salt Flat Road at the intersection of U.S. Highway 183 or Magnolia Avenue. Landry's digital footprint stops. His cell signal was still powered on but it doesn't appear to have been used since the area of Magnolia Avenue in Austin Street. Not long after crossing the Magnolia intersection, he crashed his car. And then, of course, 30 minutes later is when his car is found crashed and abandoned on that 2300 block of Salt Flat Road. Okay, so 
I mean, this is quick. Whatever happened, it's almost has a feel of he's being chased. Oh yes, because he's yes. taking all these. And honestly, guys, look, check this out. Search his name and look. There are so many articles that have like like a map showing the way that he went and everything. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what it looks like. It's almost like he's just doing random stuff. It's mm -hmm. like he's going straight for the whole time on his way. Yeah. But something happens to where he takes this left right. and just starts going wild. Like he's being followed yeah, for some or reason and he's trying like to lose somebody. Yeah. So I'm glad that you cashed on to that mm -hmm. too. So at this point, authorities are still trying to piece together what happened. In the hour period between when his digital footprint stopped and his car was found, his car was processed for DNA and blood evidence, but no blood was found inside the car. A single blood spot was found on his clothing, but not mm. enough to point to serious in, in, Injuries, injury. Man, that's, yeah, I mean, but you still have blood on you. Yeah, weird. Hmm. So authorities also found a photo of Jason taken the night he went missing. He appeared to be in good spirits and was wearing the same red shirt that was later discovered at the crash scene. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, this to me, just from from what I've heard thus far, is as abduction, being followed. I'm trying to get away from somebody. Maybe I got pulled out of the car. You know, lost control, trying to do something, and then wound up getting pulled out of the car. Probably. I know I'm probably adding stuff, but probably tried to put up a little fight because his clothes was found, you know, a couple of hundred feet or away. Or even some, somebody stops you and they're like, take off our clothes or who yeah. knows, you know? It's, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. So. I don't know, weird. Um, let's see. At this point, the Caldwell County Sheriff's Office partners with the Texas Rangers and private investigators in an attempt to locate Jason. Searches of the crash area have been conducted with volunteers, dogs, horses, and drones. Oh, my. A nearby pond was drained in hopes of finding clues as to Jason's whereabouts, but produced no evidence. Okay, so at the time, you know, with the pond being, the, a pond being drained, it ain't found a body or anything like that. So I got to assume that at that time, that was, a, well, that's a positive. To me, some that means that, that that just literally means something happened to him. Somebody yeah. took him. Yes. There's yeah. no other explanation. If you've searched all the land, then he was not just left to the elements. He did not just get lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have bodies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hate to be like yeah, Captain yeah. Obvious, but where's the body? Exactly. So, you know, usually when it's a body not there, at least that gives you kind of hope that he might be... Uh, we're hoping they still, uh, maybe, alive. Yes. So, yes. At that time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Authorities even reviewed hours of video from cameras around Luling, Luling, <laughs> without any luck, and even asked members of the public who have cameras in the area to review footage and provide leads if possible. So basically, they reviewed every single bit of, well, let me rephrase. They claim they reviewed every single bit of footage in the area. Uh huh. And the whole town, which I'm sure probably would. It's not that big. No. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not that big. Where is this located? Oh, don't give me, let me see if my map is correct. My mental map is correct. I believe it's like South. 
It's southwest, maybe? I don't even know where Missouri City is. I, I was like, really? I thought he was leaving the state. He <laughs> <laughs> went to Texas State. That's I mean, I was like, he's going back home to Missouri. <laughs> Apparently, Texas owns everything. <laughs> um, okay. January 29th, 2021. More details were released in the ongoing search for Jason including cell phone da- data tracking his travel before his car crashed. So I have a timeline of his cell phone data. Now remember, Jason left his apartment in San Marcos at 10.55. At 11.05 p.m., Landry drives his car on Highway 80, passes under I-35 in San Marcos, and continues south. Oh, you were right. Mm-hmm. At 11.07 p.m., he enters Caldwell County. At 11.11 p.m., Landry drives through Martindale, Texas, and continues south on Highway 80. At 11.15 p.m., he passes over State Highway 130 on Highway 80. At 11.17 p.m., he travels through Fentress, Texas, and enters Prairie Leah or Lee? Prairie, Prairie Lay, Lee. Yeah, something. And two minutes later... At uh, about 11.21 p.m., he enters Stairtown, Texas. Okay. So, sounds like, I mean, with the with the times that, that they have, I mean, it looks like he was either booking it or... It really was. Oh, and then at 11.24 p.m., he entered the city of Luling on Highway 80 and goes to the intersection of Hackberry Street. Um, Highway 80 becomes Austin Street there. Okay. Yeah, it sounds, I mean... That's only 30 minutes, though. Yeah, because, I mean, he left the house at 10.55. So it's actually 35 minutes, about, a, yeah, about 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, and so he basically has a whole other 30 minutes before the car crashes. Yes. Okay. So he then stops to use his Waze app and opens Snapchat as well again. He continued on Austin Street to the intersection with U.S. Highway 183, or Magnolia Avenue. It's believed he went through the intersection and continued on East Austin Street. It's at this intersection that Landry's digital footprint stops. You know mm-hmm. what I just thought of? Mm-hmm. Waze app is, it's navigation. Okay. So his phone's working. So if he pulled out his navigation, then he he's something. going somewhere. That yeah. makes me feel he's not lost. Yeah, true. He knows where, where, where and he's And no one's going. chasing him at this point because he's pulling out Snapchat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody's like, hey, you I'm know? on the road getting chased. You know, whatever. So, yeah, everything's good at this point, I would think. So he gets to East Austin Street, and that's when his footprint just stops. He doesn't look at his phone anymore. So is this where someone starts chasing him? I would think so. This is when you put everything down and you just like, man, somebody's after me or whatever. I need to Ooh, get that the country of Texas, I'm scared. Yeah, and then these aren't regular roads that everybody, these these roads are more or less, they're not 35. You know what I mean? They're dirt type of one way mm-hmm, on one side true. and one, you know, like that type of roads. So deputies believe after then he continued on East Austin Street to Spruce Street, which turns into Salt Flat Road, where his car was found 31 minutes after midnight in the in the 2300 block of the road. Okay. So where his car was found 31 minutes after midnight. So again, we're still missing like a whole 30 minutes pretty much. 
and that's when everything took place. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's that's when I looked the bad stuff. He got whatever happened. Yeah. And this is where investigators are trying to figure out what happened. In approximately in the approximate sixty-seven minute window between his cell phone data stopping and the discovery of the crash. And what do wow. they mean? Yeah. Uh, I counted for 30 minutes. Where am I missing the extra 36? Uh, maybe they're talking about it as a whole. Oh, because, okay, I see. Yeah. So basically around 1130 is when he's here and then that's it. And they don't find it until 30 minutes after 12. Right. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. 31 right. minutes after midnight. Okay. So there's yeah. a whole hour there. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. The sheriff's office said his phone had signal and was on. So investigators are still trying to figure out why it appears unused since the Magnolia Avenue intersection, which I'm right there with them. Like if he was using waves, the navigation app mm -hmm. to get where he was going, why did he stop using it? Right. It, just abruptly. Yes. Did they find the phone? So I think I might've missed did, did was his phone left behind? No, oh, that's a good question. Let me take Because if it's just in one, well, it's not going to be used if it's just like on the ground, you know? So either he lost it and it just hadn't been used from that oh, point. Oh, remember the dad found his his cell phone between the driver's seat and the center console. Okay. Well, okay, well, then that, that kind of would make sense, though. I mean, if he your phone done, you know, slid in the, you know, oh, that well, point, so you can't get it. do reach for it. Yeah, and maybe enough. that's what caused. That could have caused the the whole little gra if it's gravel and all but that. But again, kind of stuff it still that. doesn't explain why he ended up off the trail. Like I, I swear to you, when you go home and you look at this, you're gonna see he's going straight, and he should just keep going straight. But for mm -hmm. some reason, he takes a left turn mm -hmm. and starts going crazy, which again makes me believe that somebody I'm, may have been chasing him. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm definitely on that theory. You know, it could have made a left. Like, let me pull make this left. Now, who, what, why? Right. You know, in the middle of nowhere, do random. Right, unless he made the left. Let me pull over so I can grab my phone. You know what's weird about it is, to me, that does not seem far-fetched. Am I the only person that's seen um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> no, you are not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> So when you think of that, does that seem far-fetched to you? It's, like, it's been crazy things that happened, okay? Um, yes. As always, there are theories. Mm -hmm. There's actually a few theories. Theory one, Jason took a wrong turn on the salt flat road, got lost, and ended up hitting the tree. He got out of the car to go look for help. And I guess they just assumed that maybe he got disoriented and... Well, that, that one's yeah. That one a was, young, healthy dude is uh, to me the idea that he would just die because of the elements. Yeah, I mean, if we're in Texas. It's probably wouldn't even cold that day. To be honest right. with you. I mean, if we break down and look up what the temperature was that day, uh, so disorientation. Yeah. Theory two: a drug deal went wrong. He could have met up with the wrong people, and it went wrong. This theory is because they actually found he had a bunch of joints rolled up. Um, not a shit ton to me when I, I seen a picture of it to me, it was like, I'm going home to my family. So I need shit to last, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't know how much I put into that, but at the same time, maybe, maybe he was looking for the person's house. Yeah. Cause he was, he was headed to Missouri, Texas, right? Yeah. Which is outside of Houston. 
And I believe so. So, and he's coming from the, yeah, so it's a trip. But who, like, I don't really know drug deal, like, mm-hmm. you know, ways and everything, mm-hmm. but do you really sell, like, joints to people? Yeah, yeah. Here, I man, I already rolled this free. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You did pre-roll. Uh, you know. You know, just... Um, but he didn't have baggies or nothing like that. So that yeah. to me, but who knows? Again, maybe he was going to meet someone, but you already have your weed. So what are you going to meet someone for? It's not like you're going to get like hard drugs to go to your family's house. Yeah, true enough. True so, enough. Some for the road or something. Mm. Yeah. Theory three, he could have run into something, someone and saw something he wasn't supposed to. They made him strip off his clothes before abducting him. Okay. Uh, I don't know why that one sounds far-fetched, but yet the most likely. I definitely believe his abductor made him take his clothes off. I don't know why anyone would take their clothes off. And if it was cold, it's December, and it was cold, he didn't take his clothes off. For sure. And and leave it like that. I That one might have a, a little you know what I'm saying? A little, little truth to that theory, maybe. Hey, I just, just look for some directions. You continue to do you. Um, you know, because it's that, t- what's getting me is all the turns that he had to make. So he turned off, which means you either driving slow, because you don't know exactly where you're going at this point. Even when you listen to your your maps or whatnot, it's telling you to make rights and stuff. You're not exactly driving fully with confidence because you got to find these turns and stuff. So if you're driving slow, then somebody can get behind you or follow you or something like that and do whatever happened to this man. Yeah. And then theory four, most common amongst missing people, human trafficking. Um, The thought is that he was targeted, possibly followed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was only 30 minutes away. So it's not like that's, a far drive, they could have been like, hey, we know he's probably going to spam. I don't know, you know? Let me catch him in the country or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it is holiday time. Could have been a, could have been a robbery one bad. Or something. Or they thought they had him. It's holiday, it's holiday season. You know, most people driving with with product in their car, gifts, things of that That's nature true. and all that kind of stuff. So maybe somebody thought they was going to come up on a quick lick. The human trafficking part, my gosh, man! I mean, you know that's a big problem, especially going south, right? Going, uh, going. Uh, I mean, I think we've seen in general in Texas, mm-hmm. it's a little it's, bit of a problem. It's a big deal. Yeah. So, I mean, that one, that one is a possibility. I think that's always a possibility when somebody just is nowhere to be found. Right, because they, you don't, they don't take you. You don't, they don't need your phone and all that kind of because that's a tracking system. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then theory five, after the accident, he was disoriented and couldn't find his phone. So he decided to go outside to look for help, wandered off too far and got lost. Now, but, you know, even with that one, which is believable, but you're still in some form of a town, right? Somebody, well, I don't think that he, he was just... only 30 minutes out. My brother has walked like days. <laughs> you, know, you know, so somebody would have seen somebody would have seen you somewhere probably passed out on the road or something like that. It's not like he, he would have, you know, walked Plus into the Plus he knew woods. his phone was in the car. I don't see why you would leave it just because you can't find it. You yeah. know it's in the car. Yeah, yeah. So that one and might be the perfect. if you don't find blood in the car... How mm-hmm. hurt could he have been? Right. 
And what would have made him take his clothes off? Exactly. And throw his stuff down the street. You, know, you don't just, do that. Yeah, like, just walking you, off stripping piece by piece. You know, piece or even like, I don't know. That one to me is like the most far-fetched one. Because again, he's 21 years old. He's in perfect health. I mean, I've known people, sadly, that have gotten much worse hurt. Much worse hurt. Much more hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and literally totally fine. So to think that he just got so hurt but yet there's no blood and all that i don't know i just think that makes sense yeah and and apparently he didn't he wasn't knocked out for hours or anything because all this happened within what they say the 67 67 minute window hour seven minute window so i mean i guess you can't you can't rule out concussions and i mean you can't really rule out none of them because it's just theories but that one there is is probably the weirder of them all hmm so there's a couple things I want to mention. Jason's backpack contained the small amount of weed, like I said, mm-hmm. a laptop and gaming equipment. That to me does not say I want to run away. That says I'm going home to the parentals for the winter break. Plus, Jason had just finished up his first semester at the university mm-hmm. um, in San Marcos. Mm-hmm. And, yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, where he had been working towards being accepted into their prestigious sound recording technology program. None of this makes me feel like someone that just up and abandons their life. True enough. Um, college sounded like he had a good head on shoulders. Even if the, the, the drug thing, I mean, I mean, it was smart. And so we know whatever happened to him, it, was, it couldn't have been a drug deal gone bad because they would have took that. Yeah, that too. So yeah, so that I think all of those type of things are out of it. And that to me also, you're right. They didn't take anything, so it couldn't have been a a, like a a robbery gone bad. Right, they didn't take anything. Take the gaming console. Exactly. So yeah, it was. This is a mystery. It 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 truly is. What happened? Um, yeah, good kid. You know, sort of. You know, was you know did his thing in, in in college and everything like that and. So for this to happen to him, it has to, oh, well, I don't say it has to be, but now I'm starting to lean towards this, this trafficking, of, you know, kidnapping type of ordeal now. Yeah. So I also seen a photo of him that night. He looked in good spirits. He did not look like someone having a mental breakdown or anything of that nature. And, you know, anything that would explain him maybe harming himself yeah. or running away from his life. I mean, it's just not. The way any of his friends described him or anything like that. He was literally at a party. That's how he had the picture taken. Yeah. Or whatever. And the stuff in his car, like clothes, gaming console, etc. Um, actually depict the opposite. You know, like you if you were going out there to just abandon your life or whatever, you wouldn't have taken anything. You're not taking anything, right? Yeah. So what the fuck happened to him? It's <sighs> a good question. Um, yeah, I guess we won't know. I honestly, I have no clue. I mean, I feel like we kind of pretty much said it all. Like, I don't think he ran away. No, not. You don't pack up gaming consoles and all that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> small doors you do, but not the gaming console. And if you run away, you, you, you're not using, or you don't need your phone and all that. Uh, it, there's, and I never, ever, ever, I hate saying this because I know there probably are times when it happens, but I usually do not like to believe the idea that people just wander off and succumb to the elements. Like, there's yeah. always a body. Yeah. If you don't find, if that did happen, there's a body. Yeah. Where is the body? Right. 
And like it's been this much time now. So I mean, I know we had the winter storm. Yeah. In February mm-hmm. and all that. But it's been a while now and And nothing, right? I mean, yeah, December. That was Yeah, I mean, that's still a short time away from today. You know, it's I really is. So for yeah, this disappearance is weird. Maybe I mean could have met somebody somewhere and left the car and everything and then just left the car. Period. But something had to have happened with him though, because why didn't he ever return to his life? Yes. Maybe the person he was going to sell to or something mm-hmm. like that. To me, you wanna know what I think happened? Mm-hmm. And I could be totally wrong, obviously I'm just speculating. Yeah. But to me, he was chased down. That's why he crashed his car, and when he crashed his car, they snatched him. Uh, yeah. It sounds right. I, I mean, I, I agree with that. Nothing else makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. I, I, the only thing I add to that is he got chased down. And came again, out. the why, when, and where? This is Texas. Mm-hmm. People have permitless carry now. People yeah. are doing crazy things. Yeah. You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Why was he chasing people down? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could be literally anything, but I agree with you. I agree with you. I think um, he did that, got chased down, um, wrecked and everything, and the people just kind of snatched him. Maybe they told him, hey, we can help you out. And he got in the car thinking they was going to take him somewhere for help. Mm-hmm. And they did whatever they people do. I mean, it's people selling organs mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff out there. So it's fucked up people. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he just left and yeah. went somewhere where he wanted to be. And he's living a free-spirited life. Yes, on the land. Yeah. And maybe he'll pop up in a couple months or something and be like, I really was stuck out here, trapped or living under a rock. But, I mean, the car was found 30 minutes after it was supposedly crashed or whatever, right? Or Mm -hmm. maybe it was not 30 minutes, but it was found pretty soon. So it's not like this is a rural, rural place Mm -hmm. where you're not going to find it for – So just feel like, I don't feel like this is the place where you would be literally trapped out under a rock. Yeah, 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 in the open somewhere. And, okay, so it was, so is the timing just what they, what they timed his disappearance from? Or did somebody, like this, I don't remember, did somebody come up on the car and didn't report like a wreck? Or was this like further the next day, into the next day? So basically, first responders didn't even look at the car. Mm-hmm. They just had it towed. Right. And so it wasn't until the next morning that the dad at 5 a.m. decides to go and, you know, check it. And he finds all the stuff and like, hey, what, what the hell's my son? Right. So then police then come out and take a look at the car and then mm-hmm. go back to the crash scene and find all his shit. So the first responders... I guess is what I'm asking. Did somebody, I guess somebody called them like, hey, it's a car that's wrecked over here and something like that. Yeah. You know, just, okay, just random. Something like that. Yeah. So, and then that to me, even too, is kind of fucked up when you think about it because it's like, had they cared that night mm-hmm. and he was just walking around or whatever, maybe they would have found him. Yep. If he was just out there lost yep. or whatever, um, a day later, yeah, they let her at that point. Anything happened. Jason's disappearance is being investigated as a missing persons case, and investigators are also still waiting on some search warrants from social media and tech companies to be returned. Authorities said there are no suspects or person of interest in the case. 
and they found no evidence to suggest an unknown person was involved in the incident. Houseway. Yeah. What else happened? The circumstances regarding Jason's disappearance remain unclear, and the case remains unsolved. Well, yeah, it's definitely a missing person's case because there is no person. Yeah, he's missing. Yeah, yeah, like he's he's legitly missing, and none of this none of this is making sense to what to to what happened. It really doesn't. Like the idea that no one else was involved. So what happened? Yeah, you know, and like they say. I mean, apparently they easily didn't, if they didn't see anything on cameras and all that kind of stuff. And so now we're talking, if they didn't see anything on cameras for, for Jason, then that means everybody else who came, there was nothing. He's literally just missing. He's ghosted, yeah. like for real. Yeah. Because there's no other cars. They, they're not saying, hey, it was a car that pulled up later on or some cars drove by and we just, we missing, you know, what happened to them or anything. It's just nothing. And he just vanished. Yeah. Wow. So, Jason is a Caucasian male born on July 29th, 1999. He has brown hair, brown eyes, and stands 6'1 and weighs about 170 pounds. He wears eyeglasses but did not have them with him when he disappeared. He's presumed to be wearing contacts. Um, he did have some acne scars on his face a scar on his left ankle and a scar on the right side of his neck. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Jason Landry, please contact the Caldwell County Sheriff's Office at 512-398-6777 or the anonymous tip line at 726-777-1359. As always, it's fucked up that we have somebody missing, forgotten, but hopefully solved one day yes and um i, I can only imagine what his family's going through and everything so yeah if, if anybody has any information please reach out i mean anything and all things help this is this is a true mis mystery right here this disappearance it really is it makes no sense nothing adds up yeah nothing is adding up to this so please if, if anybody knows anything or can help in any possible way please do so and that's all I have for you today on our episode of Forgotten Friday's bonus episode. Yes. That's a bonus right here. Go ahead and check us out on Friday. Mm -hmm. I've got another mystery. Yeah. Coming up. Crazy mystery. Um, and expect a bonus two baddicks episode. Oh uh, yeah, y'all know how we do for two baddicks. Um about to get our opinions on some on some good stuff that we watch lately and um yeah, check it out. All right, now I got to put my kids to bed. So bye, guys. <laughs> bye.